The Big Money Music Hour is presented by Les Bourgeois Vineyards, now offering canned versions of their Captain's Coolers. Featuring Bonfire Berry and Citrus Cruise, canned Captain's Coolers are available in six-packs via curbside pickup or online at MissouriWine.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Big Money Music Hour podcast presented by Les Bourgeois Vineyards. I'm your host, Colin Laveau, and this week we are actually going to be able to play the radio show in its entirety. I've talked a couple of times about the fact that getting the licensing permissions from national artists can be tricky, but I was able to get the permissions from uh, the folks with Devin Gelfillian, and we were also able to get the permissions from the psychedelic porn crumpets from Australia, who you're going to be hearing during this show. So, for the first time ever, we're just going to play for the podcast the original radio transmission as it was aired on 91.3 KBIA. So, enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Big Money Music Hour presented by Les Bourgeois Vineyards. My name is Colin Laveau. I'm your host, The Shameless Voice, here to play what's relevant in music from the country of the Midwest and beyond. This week, our guest is none other than Capitol Records recording artist Devin Gill Fillion. I first ran across Devin Gill Fillion actually in Des Moines. Alicia and I and her parents went to see Grace Potter at Hoyt Sherman Place, which is a really trippy, cool, awesome venue in Des Moines. And we've been big fans of Grace Potter for years, ever since we saw her at Roots and Blues years back. Of course, one thing that you know in terms of going to a lot of live shows is you never want to miss the opening act, particularly whenever it's uh, an opening act for a band of the caliber that Grace Potter is. You always know that you're going to catch a rising star, if you will. And we totally caught that that night in Des Moines. Devin Gilfillian blew our minds, and it was almost serendipitous. I was on my way to grab a beer before Grace Potter went on stage just as he was walking out to the merch table, and I was able to, to, to grab him. I told him about the Big Money Music Hour, and he was all about it. He gave me the, the contact information, and we, I, I checked out the fact that they were closing out their tour at the pageant in St. Louis just a few weeks after that, and we made it happen. Uh, we In a little bit, you're going to not only hear the interview that we uh, did with Devin, but also a intimate acoustic performance of one of his upcoming singles called The Good Life. Uh, but to really introduce you all to what Devin Gilfillian is, we really need to kick this show off this week with the single that is exploding him across the charts. This is the opening track from his fantastic album, Black Hole Rainbow. This is Devin Gilfillian with Unchained on the Big Money Music Hour. Looking back over my shoulder But I'm rising up Unchained and my heart is free I'm still the man I was born to be Oh, Nothing's ever gonna hold me back Nothing's ever gonna hold me back Change. 
thunder and the lightning I keep on fighting Rising from the ashes And I'm standing there No matter what comes at me I'm gonna break these chains Tainted for you 
a new song from Columbia, Missouri act, the Bernie Sisters. That song was called Unbearable. They released that song along with their new album, Letters to You, just a few weeks ago. I was actually fortunate enough to be asked by them to direct the music video for that song, which you can find on their social media pages as well as YouTube. It was the first music video that I directed for another act outside of my own bands, and I had such a great time putting it together, and the girls themselves did such a magnificent job with it. Half of the video we shot on the Blue Note stage with some fantastic dancers from the Missouri Contemporary Ballet, but the other half of it we shot at sunrise on a very, very cold morning on a hillside just outside of Rocheport, Missouri. As you drive into Rocheport, actually, on Route BB, if you look to the right, just as the road bends to the left as you're coming into town, you will see this field. And I live in Rocheport, and every time I drove past it, I've thought to myself, man, wouldn't it be cool to shoot a music video out in this field whenever it's covered in snow? And so we, we did that with the Bernie sisters, but it was negative four degrees that morning, negative four. It was so cold, but the girls were troopers every step of the way. They put on an amazing performance with the video itself. And I'll tell you what, between Matt and I who were shooting it, I think the girls were in a much better shape that day than even we were. They were just troopers every step of the way. Love that song. Absolutely love that song. They really are just maturing with their sound. And it's really exciting to watch this act come into their own before our very eyes.
song was called Anything at All by St. Louis Act Hounds. I've known Jordan and the boys from Hounds for over a decade now. They used to go by the name Clockwork, and I think that we first shared the stage with them actually whenever we opened up for The Urge to a sold-out show at the Blue Note. Recently, they shared the stage with us at Rose Music Hall, and we had a blast as always. Those guys are so much fun. But it's been really awesome to watch them progress from afar because last year they actually were on a show called Who Will Rock You? It was an online show sponsored by Top Golf, but it was judged by Dee Snyder. I mean, it was a legit American Idol style battle of the bands, and they won. They beat out every band that was on that show and were able to land a major label deal out of it. I mean... I just couldn't believe it. It is so cool. I'm so happy for them. Of course, there are a ton of Midwest bands out there that deserve those deals, but it is so reassuring to see such talented cats from the St. Louis area making it happen. Big Money Music Hour is presented by Les Bourgeois Vineyards located in Rocheport, Missouri. Les Bourgeois has been a mid-Missouri winery for more than three decades with over 20 different wines ranging in style and sweetness. Les Bourgeois Vineyard wines are available at your local retailer and online at MissouriWine.com. Support also comes from Mount Nebo Inn and Guide Service located across from Meriwether Cafe and the Katy Trail in Rocheport, Missouri. Mount Nebo Inn offers lodging, space for events, and boat-guided wine tours of the Missouri River. For more information, visit mountneboinn.com. Support also comes from Ozark Mountain Biscuit Company, offering southern-style sandwiches from their food truck and take-and-bake buttermilk biscuits in the freezer section of Columbia-area Hy-Vee's, Clover's, and The Root Cellar. More information at ozarkmountainbiscuits.com. 
And finally, support also comes from Withrow Electric. For decades, the professional electricians at Withrow Electric have offered commercial and residential electrical contracting. Whether it is wiring a new home or changing a light fixture, Withrow Electric answers the call. For more information, visit withrowelectric.com. Hello there, and welcome back to the Big Money Music Hour, presented by the Les Bourgeois Vineyards, playing what's relevant in music from the country of the Midwest and beyond. Now we're going to move on to my interview with the one and only Devin Gilfillian. I had a great talk with this guy. You know, this is, again, the first interview that I've done with a national artist, but it's also the first interview that I did with someone who I really didn't know at all prior to sitting down with him, other than having that quick little meet and greet in Des Moines. And he was so congenial, friendly, and just warm. I actually feel like I made a friend there that day sitting in the green room at the pageant with him. So we're going to just jump right into my conversation with Devin. And as you're going to hear, there is some audio interference during portions of this interview. And the reason being is we were in the green room that was literally just a thin wall away from Grace Potter, performing uh, an, an intimate full band performance for some VIPs prior to the show that night. So if you're hearing some interference and uh, it's it's uh, not the cleanest sound, just know that it's, it's Grace Potter's fault, all right? So you can tweet at her and say, hey, you know, next time Big Money Music Hour is in town, why don't you quiet things down a little bit, all right? I know you're Grace Potter, but, you know, we, we're doing things here. But as we jump into this, Devin is recollecting his experiences on a long 32-date tour with Grace Potter. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Big Money Music Hour. We're recording this live at the world-famous pageant on the Delmar Loop in St. Louis. And I'm thrilled to welcome a rising star to the Big Money Music Hour. His music has been described as psychedelic Nigerian rock. <laughs> and alternative soul, uh, but it is in the humble estimation of this host that the words I'll just use to describe are damn good. You oh. make some damn good music, man. Oh, Welcome Devin Gilfillian to Big Money Music Hour. Thanks for thank coming you, on, man. man. Thank you. I appreciate you having me, man. So, um, I met you just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I was lucky enough to stumble upon you all whenever you were playing in Des Moines. Des Moines, oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah, yep. that, the, let's name that, is a Hoyt Sherman place? Yeah, yes. kind of a spooky old theater. Oh and man, it was, it was. There were some paintings in there too. Like I was like, like kind of like I, I saw and then, you know, where the eyes kind of yeah, I wanted to spend more time in there. It's one of those places where you walk in and you think, like, this should smell musty just by the way it looks, but it was actually really nice yeah, and clean. Yeah, it was fresh. It was but fresh. Uh, anyway, I, you know, we, we stumbled upon you. We caught your opening set, and you blew our minds. We had a really great time, and I got to meet you after your set. And here we are just a couple weeks later on the last show of a tour that you said 32 dates? 32 dates, man. It started January 8th. The last day. I'm, I'm, it's sad. It's like the summer camp. Like it's the end of summer camp, and like you made these like great friends. And, but also, it's not over. It's not the last time you're gonna see these, these guys. And, you know, you can't think of it like that. You gotta just be like, all right, when's the next time? Like we are playing Bonnaroo with them. Um, I saw that. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats yeah. on that. So that but we'll see them like throughout the you know our past. We'll Sure, Grace. Hopefully, will have us again. Well, it seems like one of the things I was gonna say is, I'm, you know, I, I know you've played with a lot of great, you know, big name acts over the years, but whenever I saw you all in Des Moines, it really seemed like you guys are almost like kindred spirits. You came up and oh, sang, yeah. a, you sang a duet with her, and she she just like showered you with adoration, and 
it's it's deserving. But it, it, tell me a little bit about you know what, what that's been like for you being on the road with someone like Grace and having that yeah. that seemingly strong relationship. She's just so real. Like you feel like you're talking to your like sibling, your sister. That like you don't have to like, pretend and be okay around. You know, you don't have to. Like, you can kind of like be vulnerable around her and, and curse. And, you know, like just just be your smelly self. <laughs> That's kind of the spirit and the attitude she like spreads along amongst her crew, her band, and it's all like it just all feels like fam, family, and everybody's. It's all love. Like there's so much love in that in that crew, that band. So that being on the road with that for a month and a half has been like so fulfilling, and, and I'm as tired and exhausted as, as I am, and, and like can't wait to sleep in my bed for like a couple nights. <laughs> uh, like I still feel full, like my soul feels like full, you know. Yeah. Well, I would imagine your soul is feeling especially full recently because, uh, you know, I feel like I, I stumbled across you right at a time whenever things are really taking off for you. I told you earlier whenever we first ran into each other here that I got in my truck this morning and I the the song that was on the radio was is your your new single Unchained. Unchained. And, you know, it's just been, been blowing up the charts recently. And the, li the lyrics in the song, Unchained and my heart is free. I'm s still the man I was born to be. Nothing's ever going to hold me back. Unchained. Was that song kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy for you? Because it, it seems like <laughs> seems like that song being the song that's, that's really taking you to another level uh, is very apt, just in the fact that you're, you, you're kind of breaking the chains of, of being an, an unknown entity into becoming a known entity that people are really clue you into in a big way. Thank you, man. I, I hope it's self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, I feel like I feel that way about a lot of songs. Like I feel like most of my, most, a lot of my songs I write, you know, as like ref obviously reflection of, of reflections of myself and um, you know, who I like where I've been and where I'm gonna go. And, but uh yeah, like uh, unchained. It, I feel like I wrote I wrote it for myself at, at first, but then realized it was like more about my brother and that's why I made it made a music video with my brother, but, um, uh, it, but it's also for me too, it's just a reminder for myself to like, yo man, like stop being a little punk and like be true to yourself and be the person you're supposed to, like, that you are supposed to be and, and uh, you know, the healthiest, best version of yourself and, and you know, strive for that and if you do that, you can overcome obstacles. So, yeah, yeah, like I, I, I try to, I try to live singing it and I try to live it at least. Yeah, that's a good way to be. So you're from Philadelphia? Yeah, right, right outside, originally, yeah. right? So yeah, Morton, Pennsylvania, right outside of Philadelphia. Small little village. That, like Wawa, you know, have you heard of Wawa? I've heard of, yeah. Oh man, little, little, del little delis. Yeah, now uh -huh. the super Wawa. Yeah, I've never yeah, been, I've never been to one, but I've, I've heard of them. You know, yeah, it's kind of, it's better than Sheets for sure. <laughs> Fight. Come on, Sheets people. Come at um, <laughs> You're going to be not... get, getting a lot of angry Sheets people tweeting at you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Bucky's, though? Have you been to Bucky's? No. You see, I'm, that's, I've been to almost like 40 states, and Pennsylvania is just like an area that I'm, I'm not, I'm not as okay. familiar with. Sometimes, I mean, I love Pennsylvania, and, and you just have to be, if you go to Philly, you got to be ready for some angry peeps. Well, yeah, I mean... Brotherly love. You know. <laughs> Took it. That's just a result, probably, of, you know, the Eagles taking so long real. to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. We won the Super Bowl, though, that, like, that gave us, a, a like, a little, like, enough joy to, you know, for a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, like, strangle everybody. <laughs> well, it must not, it must not be all that angry, because you, you got a, a lot of great, soulful, positive messages through your music. Man. And your dad was a musician, right? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, my dad's my dad's a wedding singer. He still he still does it. He's still doing it on the weekends, working, you know, fifty to eighty to hundred gigs a year. He's he's working, um, yeah. And he he definitely brought me up on, you know, Stevie Wonder and Donny Hathaway and Michael Jackson and Motown and the Temptations and Ray Charles. All that, all that stuff, and uh, yeah, he was first when it came to music. So, was there a moment in your adolescence where you, you kind of realized, like, man, this is this is where I want to put my time and my energy? Like, like what 
what was was there any kind of turning point or moment for you in terms of yeah. like thinking, you know, I want to I want to do this and make it happen. I was like, you know, I, I remember doing a project and when I was in sixth grade, uh, we had to research a career that you wanted to do, and the career I, I researched was music producer because I was listening to Pharrell, I was listening to you know all this uh, hip hop actually, and and uh, I researched it and it was like the, the the amount of money that you made annually was like I think it was like forty thousand dollars average. I was just like, what? <laughs> All right, whatever. I guess I'll still, I still want to do it. You know, I thought of, you know, you'd be making millions of dollars or whatever. And I, but at the same time, I was like, no, this is, I want to, I want to produce music. I want to make music. I think at that point was when I, went, I knew I wanted to make music. But then I was 14 when I, I picked up the guitar, and that's when I like fell in love with music. I fell in love with guitar via Jimi Hendrix and Jimmy Page and Dwayne Allman. And, classic rock that was the first like like guitar world that I like fell into yeah that's awesome was there any particular album in particular amongst some of those classic acts that like really like struck a chord with you during those days I mean like are you experienced was was for sure like I, the first record if I'm being honest was like a greatest hits Jimi Hendrix record yeah. or whatever it was like um, but then, then I was like, where's everything else? You know? And then I was like, are you experienced? And Axis Bold is Love and Electric Lady Land. I had a band, band of Gypsies. That's probably one of my favorite Jimmy Hendrix records. That's just when he goes off on, he, he make, it's live and, and he's playing with Buddy Miles and Billy Cox and makes the guitar just sound not even like a guitar at that point. It's just like screaming and moaning and ugh. Yeah, that, that's that's why I like fell in love with guitar when when it doesn't sound like a guitar. Well, what's cool about you is that you have definitely moments where you have that Jimmy kind of vibe where you know it's a it's a guitar heavy song. There's guitar solos, but there's also so much uh, I don't know. It's the groove. That, the groove and soul. Yeah. Like my wife <clears throat> even said, and he, he reminds me of the weekend <laughs> a little yes. bit, you know. And yes. and then yes. go, going going, you know, from You're growing the hair out, you know. <laughs> there you it go. Takes, takes give me a minute, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that that level of versatility in terms of your sound, I think think is really gonna bode well for you uh, in terms you. of uh, you know where, where you're headed with stuff because you do encompass so many of these these different styles I mean what what has it been like you know on, on this tour you know like like exposing yourself to you know such a large audience you know for the first time like what, what, what's it been like for you to interact with those people it's been really cool and like we've won a lot of fans over and I feel like Grace fans, because Grace Potter is such a melting pot of, of different, you know, blues and classic rock and, and pop and soul and R&B and, you know, like, I feel like her fans are, are, are used to listening to different genres of music and um, so uh, it's been really well received and uh, it's, it's cool to go from you know, Troublemaker, like a really heavy blues song to stay a little longer, which is like, sounds like almost like Frank Ocean-y kind of R&B, you know, and, and, and that's that was the inspiration behind that. Like, I love Frank Ocean. I love yeah. I love The Weeknd. I love, uh, you know, uh, Nick Hakeem and all these, like, neo, I love Neo Soul and so, like, I, and hip-hop. And so I want, like, but I also love the blues, you know? It's like, to me, there should be a, a, a connection because hip hop is the blues. It's the what is actually what African Americans are talking about, what Black people are talking about today, the issues that are going on today in their world, and, and you know, and so so like to me, it's all music is all relative. Music is all relative, but um, uh, yeah, like that to me. I'm, how do I get people? I want people's tongues, their palates, to just be like messed up, you know. 
<laughs> like all over. Just the mix place. the flavors. Just, yeah. Just go up to, the, so, just go up to the soda fountain <laughs> and and hit all the different varieties. You definitely got to do it tasty, like and tasteful though. You know. You can't yeah, yeah. Ice cream and mashed potatoes in the same bowl. <laughs> well, you mix can it up. You? you mix it up very well. <laughs> you know, I've never tried it. They say you know don't knock it until you try it. You know. Yeah. I mean, they will they will try that after this. <laughs> you don't have to do that, Colin. Don't yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but I think you're, you make a good point, though, and I, I do think that's why the tour made a lot of sense with you and Grace, because she does, you know, mix a lot yeah. of different tones and sounds. Now, whenever I, we saw you in Des Moines, and I, I think you said you were going to be doing this again tonight, it seems like you've been doing a duet with her uh, yeah, yeah. a lot of nights. Uh, tell tell me tell me about that. That has to be a really great experience to, oh, because it, it was absolutely beautiful. Like I don't, I try not to pull my phone out during live concerts very often. I don't want to be that person, you know, that's just like no, living it, living it through, living the experience <coughs> through my my cellular appendage. Um, but at the but I had to, I I, I whipped my phone yes. out for that duet because it was so beautiful. Uh, um, uh, why that song and what 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 is that like for you to be able to perform that song with her on a nightly basis? Man, you know I so we do we do we do two songs. We do one we do Low Road, but if, and that was the first one that we did together, like in the beginning of the tour. And like a couple days into tour, I heard them rehearsing. I'd rather go blind. Um, at soundtrack, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, I want to do this song with her. Like, I love Etta James. And, mm -hmm. and once I heard Grace's version, I was like, yo. And so after that, like that night, like, I was just like, talk, we we're just talking to Grace, and I was just like, yo, uh, I heard you were, I heard you rehearsing I'd Rather Go Blind, and we should sing that song together, maybe? And she was just like, yep. <laughs> that she gives us the stage to in front of these people and it's it's so it's ins it's insane it's beautiful um but yeah she's um i love that song so much yeah it was, it was really something else the voice of getting to combine like sing with hers uh, it was literally goosebump inducing whenever uh, yes. i saw it in des moines so <laughs> <laughs> the goosebumps led me to 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 document i actually threw that that video up just that whenever we announced that you were going to be on the show and yeah. and uh yeah pe people are super excited about you back back in columbia and the missouri area that's awesome that much um so last this is the the last night of the tour but last night you played the ryman the famed world famous Venue. Oh my god! Yeah. That just had to be an out of body experience. Can you tell me a little bit about that? It was an out of body experience. Like I was definitely, you know, super anxious all day. Like just, you know, I was nervous, so nervous. For I mean, five years ago when I was, me and my band, we were playing in the back in the shed in the backyard, dreaming of of you know getting to the Ryman. We actually made bets with other bands and we had this little jar. It was the, called the Race to the Ryman. 
and we were we were gonna put money in, into it. It never happened, but like we were gonna like put money into it, and whoever got to the rhyme first would would uh, get the jar. But I mean, like it's it was surreal. It was surreal getting to be there last night, and, and um, I, it, yeah, it was it was kind of scary at first. <laughs> I mean, it's such an iconic place. I mean, I, I, you, you go through and uh, play at so many great venues like Lloyd Sherman and, and even yeah. the pageant. Like, they're, they're, these are great, great spots. But at the end of the day, you know, you go play some place like the Ryman. It's like the, the equivalent of like, you know, Radio City Music Hall in New York or something yeah. like that. At least when it comes to Nashville, you can't get more iconic. And I, I can imagine that even after all the experiences <laughs> that you've had so far, yeah. that that, you, that had to be a, a that was a big that deal. was up there like top like top number one like not number one. I mean, it's top three. Like it's yeah. like you know, there's only like Red Rocks and and like. You know, and, and then there's. You played Red Rocks. We did. We did play Red Rocks. Oh wow! In 2017, and uh, we got to open for the Fray. Um, yeah, that was via like South uh, Southwest Airlines. Like we partnered with them, and they they hooked that up. But that's legit. But like the rhyming though, like it. I've been going. I've been going to the shows ever since I moved to Nashville there. And, and, it, it being the Grand Ole Opry, like the original Grand Ole Opry, it, it's, it's insane. It, that, so that was, yeah, that was surreal being up on that stage. Well, Devin Gilfillian, I can't thank you enough for coming on. You. It, you know, this is, uh, I was so happy that we were able to work it out. You know, yes. St. Louis is only a hop, skip, and a jump away for us. And, um, you know, we're, I can't wait to see you perform again. We're so lucky just in, in a couple of weeks Man. to be able to catch you, catch you twice. But, uh, yeah, and I, thank you so much for being on thank Big Money Music Hour. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me, Colin. I'm, yeah. Seriously, Big Money Music Hour is, uh, yeah, it, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be a part of it. Awesome. Uh, so whenever we come back, Devin's actually, actually going to be performing a song for us. So make sure you stick around for that. Yes. <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, Devin was awesome enough to do an acoustic version of one of the songs off of his 2020 album, Black Hole Rainbow. And without further ado, we're going to play that for you right now. This is Devin Gilfillian, recorded live in the green room at the pageant in St. Louis, Missouri, playing his song, The Good Life, on the Big Money Music Hour. I remember yesterday, the trouble was so far away, making castles in the sand. Everyone a different shade, but everybody was the same, when the lion kissed the land. So it seems, in my dreams, may it be. I'm talking about that good life I can see Oh, the colors show us what it really means To be beautiful Remember when the violence stopped And all the doors are left unlocked the stranger was your brother Remember when the bank got sold And everybody took their gold And everybody helped each other Ooh, so it seems In my dreams, may it be I'm talking about that good life I can see All the colors show us what it really means To be beautiful I'm talking about that good life Where we all have peace We don't shut our doors and tell them all to leave Cause they're beautiful Oh 
come on we gotta act love attack take your mind back in time rewind to eden where we can find peace lord if we're just believing i'm talking about that good life i can see all the colors show us what it really means to be beautiful i'm talking about that good life where we all have peace we don't shut our doors and tell them all to leave cause they're beautiful wrap things up on the show this week that was the flood brothers with storm chaser off of their 2016 release boomland there is a very very high probability that gabe and the boys from the flood brothers will be a main focus of a future episode of the big money music hour and speaking of gabe meyer of the flood brothers it actually seems like a pretty good opportunity to kind of talk about my new setting because I am actually recording this on a small stage that Gabe Meyer from the Flood Brothers constructed. If you listen to last week's episode, you heard me talk about how, hey, this is our second episode and this is my first episode in the KBIA studios. Isn't that exciting? Well, <laughs> I recorded that chunk again a couple months ago. Prior to the COVID-19 outbreak. 
And as a result of everything that's happened since then, you know better than I do that the state effectively is shut down beyond essential work. And I can't even go into the KBIA studios, even if I wanted to. So what happened was the folks at KBIA hooked me up with a few microphones to set up a studio wherever I please, essentially, but where I ended up is actually the stomping grounds where we host pre and post parties for the Peddler's Jamboree, right in Roachport, actually, and just off on Roby Farm Road. And if you've ever been to one of those parties, you know exactly where I'm talking about. And I have a little studio set up for myself on a small stage that Mike from Ped Jam essentially commissioned Gabe from the Flood Brothers to build. Beyond being a fabulous songwriter and blues musician, Gabe Myers is actually a really great artist. And and we've commissioned him on multiple occasions to construct things for our events. If you've ever been to Peddler's Jamboree and you've been to the stage in Franklin, which is at the Katie Roundhouse right there on the trail, the amazing installation artwork that is centered around that stage was actually built by Gabe Meyer and his cohorts. And now one of the structures that Gabe built is going to be literally the foundation upon which this show is recorded. So there you go, Gabe. Your contribution to this music scene goes even beyond your music. But I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of digging the new gigs. I was really jazzed about being in the KBIA studios because they're state-of-the-art. But there is something about just being a stone's throw away from home that makes recording this show all the more enjoyable for me. And I hope you enjoyed yourself on this, our third episode ever of the Big Money Music Hour presented by Les Bourgeois Vineyards. I can't thank you enough for spending your time with us. Please make sure that you follow us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to the Big Money Music Hour podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And also, if you want to lend a little bit of extra support, give us that five-star rating on uh, Apple Podcasts. It really makes a difference. But in the meantime, on behalf of everyone at LV Creative and KBIA-FM, this is Colin Lavote, the Shameless Voice, signing off. The Big Money Music Hour, presented by Les Bourgeois Vineyards, is produced by LV Creative and KBIA-FM, an NPR station broadcasting from Columbia, Missouri. The show is hosted, written, and edited by Colin Laveau. Theme song written by Pat Kay. Outro song written by Crypt Trip. Videographer is Matt Matlack of LV Creative, co-produced by Kyle Felling, Mike Dunn, and Alicia Laveau. For more Big Money Music Hour content, be sure to subscribe to the Big Money Music Hour podcast wherever you get your podcasts.